CNN has obtained exclusive new information in the Trump classified documents case. The special counsel, Jack Smith, looking into outreach from Donald Trump and his associates to a longtime Mar-a-Lago employee who quit his job after the FBI seized records from the property. Let's get some of uh, the latest developments. Our senior justice correspondent, Evan Perez, is joining us right now. Evan, how extensive was this outreach? Well, Wolf, this was a very extensive outreach, and this happened about uh, about three months after the FBI conducted that extraordinary search of Mar-a-Lago. And, and again, this is all reporting based on uh, based on reporting from our uh, Caitlin Polans. What happened, according to to information that Caitlin obtained, is that there was a lot of outreach that happened after this employee left, uh, left Mar-a-Lago. They started getting outreach from Trump himself. They got outreach from uh, others who were trying to offer lawyers uh, to, to represent the employee, because this person was going to be a key witness, uh, offers to come back and work for uh, Donald Trump, as well as a visit from two of the, uh, who, who are now uh, co-defendants of the former president, Walt Nada and Carlos de Oliveira. Uh, and they even got a, an offer to go to a, a golf tournament. Well, all of this uh, prosecutors are interested in, because this is a, a person who was privy to some of the conversations of the former president. This person moved boxes, again, a, a key witness in this investigation. And it fits a pattern that prosecutors have been very, very interested in. You've seen this now in the updated uh, indictment that shows uh, a pattern that they believe uh, was obstruction uh, of this investigation, Wolf. Interesting. Evan Perez, uh, thank you very much for that update. Uh, right now, I want to bring in the legendary journalists Bob Woodward and Carl Bernstein to get their perspective on the impact of Trump's criminal cases. And, Bob, let me start with you. The Supreme Court rule uh, on whether or not Trump is immune from federal prosecution using Nixon's case, Nick, using Nixon's case as a precedent. Uh, you both, of course, broke Watergate, as all of us remember. Are the stakes even higher right now? Well, they are, because it's so complicated, and I don't want to sound like a lawyer, but in the Nixon case, the subpoena for the tapes was a trial subpoena for Nixon's age, uh, aides who were going to go on trial. And in the case now of Jack Smith, it's not about Trump aides, it's about Trump himself. And the important ingredient is, uh, I remember when I saw this yesterday, you know, why is he doing that? Uh, there, uh, for 50 years, have been Office of Legal Counsel uh, position papers that go to the White House about whether a president can be indicted. And the Justice Department for 50 years has said, no, the president cannot be indicted because it would undermine the, the functions that the executive branch is supposed to have uh, according to the Constitution. So look, pull back here and look at this. Jack Smith saying, okay, now it's very clear a sitting president cannot be indicted. Well, when can he be indicted? In the Mueller case, if you remember uh, that, the Russian investigation, Mueller said, I can't indict the sitting president, who was then Trump, but he can be indicted afterwards. And so, essentially, Jack Smith is asking the court to say, he, uh, hey, he doesn't have immunity, because if he has immunity, can't be indicted while he's president. Oh, can't be indicted 
afterwards, uh, it would violate the central rule, no one is above the law. Yeah, he's no longer a sitting president either, obviously. You know, Carl, the special counsel, Jack Smith, he's trying to keep Trump's election subversion trial on track for March 4th. How important is it that the American public gets a verdict on Trump's election charges before voting again in 2024? Well, that's a huge uh, part of what this case is about, is the opportunity for the people of the United States, when they reach a judgment about who should be the next president of the United States, would know what the former president on trial had done. And that is at the heart of this case. And what we have in the majesty of United States versus Nixon, that case from 50-something years ago established the precedent that no one in this country, including the President of the United States, is above the law. Trump's strategy from the beginning in all of his trials is to delay, delay, delay. And what the special prosecutor has done here is say, we're going to take away your ability to delay, Mr. Former President. And it takes four of the nine justices uh, and a vote on the court to accept the case and go ahead and hear the merits of the appeal. And I would venture to say that given the precedent of United States versus Nixon, that there is a very, very good chance that four of those justices are going to say, we want to hear that case decided on the merits. And Donald Trump's fate may well be in the hands of the Supreme Court of the United States. And let me add one other thing, and that is the presence of Justice Clarence Thomas on the court, because his wife was very much involved uh, with some of the alleged conspirators in this case. And he ought to recuse himself, as did Justice Rehnquist in the Nixon tapes case. Whether he will do this and do the right thing, pretty doubtful. But we are about to see something we've never seen. A former president of the United States perhaps going before the Supreme Court of the United States and then on trial while he seeks re-election. Interesting, you know, and it, it's a, it raises an important question, Bob. His legal fights are actually fueling his campaign. And if you look at these most recent polls nationally and in some key battleground states, he's doing really well against uh, Biden. Yeah, he is. This is the Trump theme. I'm, I'm the renegade. I'm, uh, and, and, and what uh, Jack Smith is doing here, he's seeking a kind of reckoning. Let's kind of get to what all of this is about. And I, I, there's a lot of tangled history there, and I hate to, because I looked it up just before coming over now, on expedited hearing, it requires five votes, Carl, not the norm, uh, Carl's right, right, normally it's four, but expedited hearing, it, it's, it's, uh, it's five votes. So Will he get those votes? I mean, it's possible the court says, oh, yeah, we'll hear it. And then they do uh, say, oh, this was granted too early and postpone it. So uh, once again, uh, the mystery of the Trump cases and uh, who he was as president and who he might be is going to be before us. Uh, and. Uh, that hopefully there will be as much clarity as possible. We need a reckoning on Donald Trump. Good point. Uh, Bob Woodward, Carl Bernstein, guys, as usual, thank you very, very much.